Festival of Blood Radio. Oh, yeah. That's September 27th, 2010. Yeah, it's another Festival of Blood Radio. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back. It's good to have you. I'm, I'm going to start out the show on a negative note because, well, that's the way I roll. And, you know, some of the people that listen to the show know that I'm a big Xbox 360 fan. Yeah, I don't have a PlayStation 3, and maybe that's part of it. Because you got some good games over there on the PlayStation 3, but, uh, yeah, I don't have the love. But I do have the love for the PSP. For those that listen to the show for a long time, you know I love my PSP. I think that it is a uh, it's a better platform than than uh, than Nintendo DS. So uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm packing. Although we have three Nintendo DSs in my house. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I got to slam Sony a little bit up here up front because you know the other day I jump on the PlayStation Store and I'm browsing around and I'm looking for the demos and things like that because you know just like on the Xbox 360 with my PSP, I like to uh, jump on the uh, the Sony Network, and uh, check out the PlayStation Store. And one of the things I saw there was the demo. I was so excited because one of my one of my favorite games uh, for the PSP is uh, God of War: Chains of Sparta. Really great game. You can pick it up for really cheap. You can probably get it for like ten dollars or something at this point. I don't know. It's really cheap. I got it for my birthday last year, which at this point was like nine months ago. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed it. I, I love it. It's one of the better games. It's like the full-blown, you know, I don't want to say it's the full-blown God of War on the PlayStation 3 experience, but it's the full-blown God of War experience that you get on the PlayStation 2 uh, on the PSP. It's really awesome. And I saw the demo for the much-anticipated, at least for me, uh, uh God of War Ghosts of Sparta was really excited. I saw the demo, and what do you know? Finally bit in the ass by what Sony announced at uh, this last year's E3 that uh, they're going to do a subscription service where you have to pay the money to uh, to download uh, certain features from the PlayStation Store. And don't you know it, I had to be a PlayStation uh, Network Plus subscriber to be able to get this demo. And, and I got to tell you, I, I was really pissed. It, it made me put down my PSP and want to hide it and put it away and not... Not play it for a while because I was a little pissed. Because, yeah, I can kind of get it. You know, in all fairness, on the uh, PlayStation, or I'm sorry, on the Xbox 360, there are some demos that come out that for the first week or two, to get them you have to be a Xbox Live Gold subscriber, meaning you have to give them some money to be able to get the demo. It eventually becomes available for everyone, even if you're just a, a silver subscriber, uh, for free on uh, Xbox Live. You know, silver membership is the free membership that they have on uh, on uh, the the Xbox 360. But you got to be a gold subscriber to get some of these demos, at least when they're first available. And I kind of understand that because, well, you know, they're paying for bandwidth and they want to make it so that 
If you're a gold subscriber, you get it faster, you get it easier, your download time is very quick. But, oh my God, you know, the difference here is that the Xbox 360 is, at least in the United States, the home console winner. Well, with the exception of the Nintendo piece of garbage that no one really cares about or goes online with. But when it comes between the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360 in homes easily outnumbers the PlayStation 3. And so, you know, I kind of I understand it because they have a lot of subscribers, they have a lot of users. So, you know what, if you're a gold subscriber, you get some of the deals first. But the PSP... They're like dying on a limb. Their PSP Go, which they announced not at last year's E3, but the E3 before that, is a completely dying piece of hardware. No one really wants it. For those that don't know, the PSP Go is a smaller, lighter, uh, more portable version of the PSP, but it doesn't have the UMD drive, so you can't go to like GameStop and buy games for it. The only way to get games for it is via download. So what they do is they take the people that actually did adopt the PSP Go, of which I'm not one of them, and they pissed in their face and they said, hey, you know what, the only way you can get games is to download them, but if you want to try the demo for this game, you got to give us some cash. Which, again, isn't an all bad thing, except that the PSP is totally dying, dying when it comes to uh, what, what Nintendo is doing. So you would think that when they have a great game, like God of War. This is a game they want to get in people's hands because they want to sell it. It's actually published by Sony. You would think they would want to get the demo, which presumably is awesome. Maybe not. Maybe that's why it's a PlayStation Plus subscriber-only deal. I don't know. But you would think they would want to get this demo in as many people's hands as possible. And instead, what they do, yeah, they piss in your face. And they smile because they say, you know what, if you want this demo, you got to pay us some cash. You know, it may become available later for everyone, but you know, when your platform, the PSP in this case, is totally dying on the vine to the point where at E3, part of your presentation was to announce that you're doing a whole ad campaign, you know, which I've seen on TV, it's a pretty good campaign. Uh, when you're doing a whole ad campaign to try to increase the popularity of the PSP, wouldn't you think you would want people to play some of the demos for the best games you have? Like, out of the gate, you got to sell the hardware before you can get people to subscribe to your crappy service. Anyway, that's my two cents. You're an inspiration for bird control. Okay, so I'm a little a little more relaxed now. Hey, speaking of Duke Nukem Forever, finally, finally, just to prove that it was true, at uh, PAX, which just ended, what, last week? I think it was a week, a week and a half ago, something like that. Gearbox, which is the great developer behind uh, Borderlands, showed off, actually showed off Duke Nukem Forever. They said, you know what, not only are we doing the game, but we're going to take it to PAX and let people play it so that they can see that it's a real game. Really excited about that because for those of you that, uh, well, you don't listen to the show, which, you know, it's probably a good thing if you don't listen to the show. But anyway, uh, yeah, Gearbox makes one of the best games that I've enjoyed over the last year. Really excited to see that Borderlands is coming out with a new DLC. In fact, it's out this uh, Wednesday? 
Yeah, today's the 27th. Wednesday is the 29th. Depending on when you're listening to the show, it may be available already. But, you know, I pretty much thought they were done with Borderlands. That uh, Borderlands was pretty much done. They've had three DLC packages you can download for it. And what do you know? When I just thought they were done, they're coming out with a fourth. So really excited about that. Not so excited about the fact that you probably heard it on past shows that they didn't announce a Borderlands 2, although it's very obvious, especially with this fourth DLC so very late in the game, uh, that they're going to be coming out with a Borderlands 2, that uh, very excited about that. Uh, for those that don't know, it, it's, a, it's a full another single-player episode they're coming out with that you can play. It raises the level cap all the way to, to 69. The current DLC pack that's out there, you, you can go up to level 61, which is nine levels higher than uh, the original game allowed. But you know what's really cool is that uh, to get the increased level cap, you won't have to buy the DLC, although I don't know why you wouldn't want to buy the DLC because it's going to be awesome. But uh, if you just want the level, uh, the level cap increase is going to be available for free via a patch to the game. But yeah, you, you know you want to play the new DLC that's out there. So anyway, really glad to see that uh, Gearbox actually not only said that not only are we picking up the mantle for Duke Nukem Forever, but we're going to take it to the gaming community and let them play it. And so far, the news has been very good. So very, very excited about that. So what have I been doing? It's been a while. Yeah, I guess it's been so long I should probably puke into the microphone the usual verbal diarrhea. If you want to find out more about the show, be sure to do so by visiting www.festivalofblood.com. You can send email to the host at festivalofblood.com, and uh, yeah, it'd be all good. You know, a good reason to send an email right now is we're very late in the month of September, like September 27th. Yeah, and uh, we're, we haven't done the wallpaper of the month yet for September. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a gimmick because. It gets people to the website. You know, you go on Google, you search. Yeah, you might find my wallpaper, you might find the show, and then, you know, you're addicted. Because my crack is uh, bad crack. Anyway, that's about all, uh, about all I got to say about that. Anyway, what have I been doing? Been enjoying a lot of uh, free MMORPGs lately. Been playing, finally released. It was back on, uh, I think, September 10th or something like that, like the second week of September. Finally, not in beta anymore, is uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Awesome game. If you're looking for a free MMORPG, maybe you're burned out on World of Warcraft. Maybe maybe you just want something that's cheap. You need to check out this game. This is a game which, of course, was a full retail game when it first launched, and, and it's now available completely for free. Yes, to enjoy the game completely, especially later on, You'll probably need to spend a little bit of money here and there, nickel and dime yourself. But you know what? To play the game in its complete awesomeness, at least out of the gate, it's completely free. Be sure to check it out. It's at lordoftheringsonline.com. You know, really, uh, I've been dabbling also, even though it's still in beta, in EverQuest 2 Extended. This is in beta right now, and if you do a Google search for it, you you can find it. You can get into the beta. It's an open beta. And this is going to be a free-to-play version of EverQuest 2, completing the loop, if you will, that uh, North America eventually will get around to the way that Asia is, and that these games that are massively multiplayer, like World of Warcraft, 
will be free to play. We've talked about on on uh, shows in the past that we're looking forward to games like Star Trek Online, for example, going free to play perhaps within a year. I uh, would love to see that. I think it would get a lot of new subscribers into the game. But uh, you know, when you got EverQuest, which is you know, it's not it's not World of Warcraft, but it's kind of the icon of MMO RPGs because for a lot of die-hard, hardcore MMO players, EverQuest is the one that got them first. And with EverQuest 2 finally saying, you know what, we're going to make a free-to-play version because we see that this is the future, really awesome stuff. So be sure to check out all those things. Highly, highly, highly recommend Lord of the Rings Online free-to-play. Hey, speaking of Blizzard in World of Warcraft, been thinking a lot lately about Diablo 2, and it's scaring me. Oh, Diablo 2. No. Been thinking a lot lately about Diablo 3, and uh, wow, I don't know what to say. You know, so many people went out and rushed out and bought StarCraft 2. I'm, I'm one of them. I bought it on launch day at Walmart because it was easy. But uh, yeah, went out and bought it. And I've been thinking a lot about Diablo 3, and I'm saying to myself, you know, are they going to screw this game up? Is Diablo 3 going to have a model that that uh, to get new content or to ex- get some of the better loot to get a dungeon here and there is one of the unannounced things that it's going to have a subscription model? A, you know, not, a, not like an MMORPG does, but a model where it says, hey, you can go buy the game retail, you can enjoy it, you can play the game. But you know what? For those of you that are willing to give us X amount of dollars a month, we're going to add a new dungeon here and there. We're going to add some new loot here and there. We're going to add X, Y, and Z to your game. And it scares me a little bit because Blizzard knows that, well, they're a cash printing machine. And with a huge popularity, everybody went out and bought StarCraft II, even though it was $10 more at retail than the, than the average PC game at launch. <sighs> scares me a little bit. You know, StarCraft II in some countries does indeed have a subscription model. To play it online in certain places, you know, I think Australia, for example, is one of them. But to play the game online, you got to pay a monthly fee to be able to access Battle.net. And it scares me a little bit because if that is a successful model for Blizzard in the countries where they're doing it, they're probably scratching their head and saying, you know what, we need to do it with our hugely popular game, Diablo 3. We will see. If this is true, but of course they'll pass it off as, well, with the ex- you're getting the full game, but uh, with some extra cash, we'll we'll give you some essentially some add-ons, some expansions as you go. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm predicting it here first that it may be a lot like, uh, say, Hellgate London, which was a dismal failure. But it may be a game like Hellgate London where they're saying, you know what, you buy the game at retail, you get the full game, you can enjoy it from beginning to end. But you know what, if you give us some cash, we'll, uh, well, no, we'll give you some extras. We'll give you some extra things to do in the game. So we'll see what happens with that. We're predicting it here first. We hope we don't see it, but eh, it's out there. Festival of Blood Radio. It's a lot like crack. That's why Lindsay Lowen loves us so much. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. www.festivalofblood.com 
Facebook.com. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes in. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes in. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes in. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes in. Yeah, because all I got is about four minutes. For those that don't know, this show tries to keep it a little over 20 minutes, but not more than 25, because as we say, if you're a freak who likes to get your freak on, but you only got about 20 minutes to get your freak on, Festival of Blood Radio is for you. Yeah. What else have I been doing? Yeah, I went and watched the new Resident Evil movie, by the way. Resident Evil Afterlife. Oh, what a great movie. You know, some of you are saying, like, what do you mean what a great movie? I don't know. If you saw it and you didn't like it, you are a complete loser because it's a great movie. There's been four movies in the Resident Evil series, and I love them all. You know, it's kind of, it, it would never actually do it, but it's giving the Underworld series a run for its money. Really good stuff. If you haven't seen it, and I saw it in IMAX 3D, and it was freaking awesome. Can't wait for the thing to come out. In fact, as I get done with the show, you know, I, don't, I don't have anything paused on the Xbox 360 right now because uh, I'm going to sit down and watch some uh, some uh, Resident Evil Yeah, when I'm done here. What else have I been doing? Yeah, I finished the single-player campaign on Halo Reach. Loved it. This is easily the best Halo game ever because, uh, yeah, it's Bungie's last. It's the last game in the Halo series that Bungie's going to be doing, and they've always said all along, because this is the last one, we're going we're gonna to give it our all, and they really have. In fact, i got to tell you, I enjoy online play on my Xbox 360, but Halo Online has never been one of those games. You know, I never really got into Halo 3, for example, online. Not played occasionally, but, it, you know, I, I always went back to a Call of Duty or a Battlefield game. But I'm really digging on uh, Halo Reach's multiplayer. Really well done. Love the single-player campaign. Best story in a single-player Halo game ever. So uh, all around a very good game. If you did not go out and buy this game, well, you probably don't have an Xbox 360 because the sales numbers were really huge when the thing first launched. But it is an outstanding, absolutely freaking amazing game. So, uh, yeah, love it and enjoy it. What else have I been doing besides Resident Evil and Halo? Well, been enjoying some uh, Mafia 2. This is a pretty cool game. You know, it's it's not as open world as, uh, say, a Grand Theft Auto or, you know, other open world games in that the game kind of guides you down a certain storyline. But it's also its strength because it has a storyline. It kind of, uh, yeah, it gives you a little bit meal more feel for the characters than you might otherwise so uh really enjoying that one also finishing up singularity we've pimped that in the past you know if you got a pc or you got an xbox 360 or you got a playstation 3 check out singularity this is a game where you know honestly after playing it you know i'd really like to see a singularity too really well done game so be sure to check that out if you haven't already because you haven't taken my advice because you're a freak. Anyway, uh, what else have I been doing? I've been playing a lot of stuff. Of course, Star Trek Online. Still enjoying it. Almost, almost made it to Admiral, by the way. I'm a Captain 8, almost 9. You know, after I do one mission tonight, uh, which I'll probably get into in a little bit, 
Uh, yeah, I'll make I'll make Captain Nine, which uh, Admiral is just around the corner from that. So yeah, all good. Oh yeah, and uh, last but not least, been playing a little bit of the Kane and Lynch too. Yeah, a little disappointed. You know, the first Kane and Lynch game, I never finished it. I have it on the Xbox 360, never finished it because it got a little monotonous, a little difficult, and not difficult in like, yeah, it's a hard game and you can't beat it, so you quit, but difficult in that, you know, the controls were never very good for that game, and you get to a point where it's like, God, the controls are so so awful that, uh, yeah, you don't really enjoy it. So I'm playing a little bit of Kane and Lynch 2 now because a lot of the reviews are pretty good. I think... Uh, OXM, which is official Xbox magazine, gave it like an 8, I want to say. So not not too bad. But I don't know. The game has this shaky cam thing going on. You can check out a demo for it over on FilePlanet.com. Yes, www.FilePlanet.com. You can check out the demo. Of course, the Xbox 360 as well as the PlayStation Store, which is crap, has a demo for it. And, yeah, you can check it out. It's got a shaky cam thing going on, which I think is meant to make it a little more edgy. But as I play the game, I realize that the shaky cam is kind of designed to hide the crappy graphics. Because it's got a lot of uh, light flare and light uh, reflection and things going on as if it's being... As if you're playing the game through, like, an old crappy camcorder. And when you really pause it or look at the game and you realize the level design is still kind of... Well, it's like Unreal 1-ish. And you realize that maybe the shaky cam kind of thing is really designed to kind of hide the fact the graphics look a little old. I don't know. Still playing it. The jury's not out. It's For me right now, it's kind of a C, maybe C-. minus. Not the greatest game ever. But, uh, yeah. So check out check those games out if you want to. There's a demo out there. If you enjoyed the first Cannon Lynch, you will undoubtedly enjoy the second because it's got a lot of the same kind of thing going on. Uh, very edgy, very politically incorrect. So, yeah, I guess I like it because of that. <sighs> yeah, anyway, that's about all I got. I guess we're going to end things up because we're about up to 22 minutes or so. So, anyway, that's all I got. As always, I want to thank you for taking the time to stop by the site Click on the link and listen to me talk about what's what. We're going to end things up. You know, it's kind of quiet. It's kind of quiet. Yeah. We're going to end things up with uh, yeah, some Halo 3 music. This is Unforgotten from the Halo 3 soundtrack. Probably my best, uh, my favorite, I should say, track from Halo 3. It's in the loading screen. It's later in the game. Easily the best. It's kind of got a very soft thing going on. Anyway, you make your own opinion. Here it is. This is uh, Unforgotten from Halo 3. Until next week, we'll see you. It's been Festival of Blood Radio.